Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout. It's episode 53 and as per usual my name is Ingram Noble and I am your resident Drama School Dropout. This week I am joined by one of the next big actors on the Scottish acting scene and one of the stars of my new show. This is where we get off. Please welcome to the podcast, Josh Knowles. Drama School Dropout no graduation day for you, drama school dropout. Don't your whole course, now try something new, drama school dropout. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was a very, very kind uh, introduction. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> One thing that I'm actually really good at is giving people a really good intro. Yeah, I know. Now I'm just like sat here with my head massive. I'm like, oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Struggling to get out the doors afterwards. <laughs> Me and Heather recorded a podcast the other day. This will this will truly show the listeners how far in advance I record these. Because um, it's coming out next week in real time, but this obviously isn't coming out until like November. Um, yeah. And Heather just kept like giving me compliments, and I was like, "I'm not gonna be able to get out of my bedroom in a minute." <laughs> like I was like, "My head will be far just too gigantic." Big. But yeah. how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Um, good. I'm excited to be here. This is obviously very cool. I did think though. See the introduction for all your podcasts. I thought you'd just like play a pre-recorded thing. So it's nice to see that it's different. I every mean, time. I do re-record them in post but that's just right. a placeholder so i know it's kind right, of okay. thing, but i do sort of figure it out a little bit more later on right that makes sense that makes sense <laughs> so it may slightly change next question how gutted are you that scotland got kicked out oh and i was i was at a pub in edinburgh and um it was us the whole the whole pub was filled with scottish people apart from one table of croatian people <laughs> and when we scored to go one each, the whole pub went mental. Like everyone was jumping. And then by 3-1, those Croatian boys were just jumping about the place. And yeah. everyone was just sat there, just crying into our pints. It was not good. Like, I've absolutely no interest in football. Could not give a fuck. I'm just kind of glad it's over so all my mates can stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, it was it was only a week, but it was such a fun week. I went through to Glasgow for a lot of it, actually, me and a few of my pals. And it was good fun. It was well, just... my pals went to Wembley. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, what? They were oh, part so of that. Jealous. So I've had the last like two months of like just hype for it. And now I'm like, well, it's over. You can stop fucking talking about it now. I can't wait to re-listen to this in November when it comes out and just get sad <laughs> all over again. <laughs> We'll move on anyway. <laughs> so what I like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast is how did you get into acting and what was your first ever role? How did I get into acting? Um, so in high school, I remember in first and second year, you had to take drama. And my drama teacher at the end of second year was like, Josh, I really want you to take this. Um, but it wasn't cool to take drama. And a lot of my friends absolutely hated it and slayed it all the time. Um, but she was like, Josh, I really want you to take drama. I think you'd be good at it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then uh, I, uh, for the first day, third year and I had drama and I was like oh no oh, I put drama as my second choice as like a joke I was meant to get geography and they all were like oh Josh what a nightmare you gotta do drama now but was it your second choice no it was my first choice I just <laughs> said that to save face so I wouldn't get ripped <laughs> and now you're turning it into a career I think you should be cancelled just for that <laughs> yeah I know I know <laughs> no but I, to be fair that's something that I've learned I still kind of get a few comments here and there from my friends, but like, you just got to roll with it now. Like, I'm not, I'm not a kid anymore. It's yeah. And this is something that I want to do. And that's just something you learn as you get older that like, you need to just do the things that you like to do. Just tell people to fuck off. Yeah, literally. That, I wish I could have done that in like high school and just be like, fuck off. I enjoy this. But um, <laughs> yeah, but I got to sixth year and I'd done drama the whole way. 
but then I, I decided to do um, sports coaching coming out of high school, coming out of high school. And I absolutely hated it. I did two years of it. And I remember I was sat there in my stupid halls room in second year, bored out my tits. And I was watching, I think it was Will Ferrell do like an interview or something. And I was like, that's just what I want to do. I want to do that. So from then I instantly applied to Edinburgh College and three years later, here I am. So what was your first ever role? And we love a good nativity story. So don't shy away from one of those. Actually, uh, my first ever speaking role, it wasn't wasn't a nativity story. It was, um, I was in P6 and I was playing the which just for context everyone that's listening outside of britain uh p6 is like primary six you're like 10 10 years old something yeah 10 10 i think yeah and um i i was already starting to realize that i really liked acting at that point like this was probably the first time that i realized it and i went for the main role because we had to like we had to read for it for some reason in like a primary school play they were like making us read for the role they they made us read for roles in primary school oh did they it was it was really weird and like you might agree with this the stuff that i done in primary school was very problematic like couldn't get away with it now and also all of the popular kids got the lead roles and it was like kind of i care yeah. about this they do not i think they were just i mean shut up you were probably one of the popular kids oh no 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 <laughs> i definitely wasn't i'd have probably fucking um... hated you in school <laughs> As, as like, seeing, like, third and fourth year when I was trying to, like, when I was, like, telling people I didn't take drama and that sort of thing, you would have fucking hated me. I know that for a fact. But <laughs> I'd have probably outed you. I'd have probably found <laughs> the document and I'd have been like, no, no. He took it. He took drama. Choice. He, he chose it. <laughs> no, but I was playing I was playing the role of old man. I went for the lead role, got shifted to old man, and um, I had, I think it was four lines and I had to speak about like a little, my little dog or something like that. I can't remember, but it was a really stupid play. I can't remember. It was like, a, I think the, the primary school wrote it. I don't actually know what it was about. Oh, but... then you know that they're terrible. Like, yes. Oh, so, like it was this really rubbish thing. I had to get up on a platform, speak for three sentences and then go off. And that was my, my performance done. Well, primary school productions were just weird as fuck. We done a musical version of Macbeth, which... <laughs> weird as fuck i was i was double cast i was Macbeth, and i was a witch who was a tap dancer right (laughs) then it gets sort of weirder then i remember playing a mandarin which probably wouldn't happen now right and then i remember a mandarin is in like like a chinese uh, oh okay that's uh like a chinese Not an emperor. I can't remember the. So I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. I can't remember what a mandarin is. And then in primary seven, so when we're like 11, 12 ish, we done a play about when the atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima and we were all playing Japanese children. And like looking <laughs> back on that now, you couldn't do that now. Well, I mean, the fact that they think that that's an appropriate play for a primary school to put on, yeah. anyways. <laughs> Like, well, let's talk about a nuke. What? What is that about? I know, and obviously, obviously, as kids, I didn't have any idea that this was wrong. But like now, I'd be like, I'm not doing this. Goodbye. Of course, no, no, you couldn't do that. That's this horrific. is highly problematic. Um, but then, what was it like growing up? Because you grew up on in Sky, didn't you? Yeah. So, what was yeah. it like growing up as a wannabe actor? on the Isle of Skye, because I believe there's about like a hundred people there. I'm probably just offended everyone on Sky. <laughs> um, we've got 12,000 now, we're doing all right. All right, uh, maybe not a hundred I mean, then. Yeah, it's all right. Um, we're, I mean, it's mostly not people that were originally from Sky now, but that's not the, that's not the point. Uh, being a wannabe actor on Sky, 
Right. So the nearest theater is Eden Court in Inverness. So that's uh, right. Two hour drive in itself. Um, we've got the Aros Community Center, which puts on. I mean, we did our high school productions there, but to be honest, it doesn't really put on anything good. There's a wee pull down like projector for a cinema that they call it a cinema. You're just gonna get blacklisted <laughs> from that community center. Yeah, literally, they're gonna be. They're gonna be like, no, you're not allowed back in here. We heard. <laughs> one of these things like so as much as I enjoyed acting in high school you can't really have the dream of being an actor because you've not it's just not accessible like I I love football but you couldn't dream of being a footballer because there was nothing there to like there was nobody there to like nurture you through it or like put you in the right direction and it doesn't help that the high school up there was and I I don't care if anyone's listening the high school up there is not great when we were there (laughs) um (laughs) they do not they were not didn't want to go to university or something I mean did you go to the same I, I mean we should probably say that you know Heather, one of my best friends, producer of this podcast, my writing partner. Everyone knows Heather that listens to this podcast. Did you go to the same high school as Heather? Same primary school and same high school. She was so, a year above me. Heather used to tell me like they didn't do drama in secondary school and things. Like I don't know. I can't really remember. I no. I always had drama through throughout uh, high school, but that's because that's because uh, we're so far out. I think it's one of the things that the SQA has to have. So I know that a lot of schools around here they'll do drama but you have to like travel to different schools to do yeah. it like I think uh, my girlfriend she also she did advanced higher drama and she said that you, she used to have other people from different high schools come to her advanced higher yeah. drama class and stuff there was, there's loads of people that have spoke about that and that's really weird but I've just realized are we the same age uh I'm 22 no so oh, well I'm 23 <laughs> what year were you born I'm 23 in August uh 1998 so yeah we're, we're the same age we're the same age yeah. I don't know why I thought you were older than Heather. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, I thought you were no. older. I don't know why. I, um, I thought you were older than Heather, to be honest. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm 23. Heather's old as fuck. She is, I. Is she 25 I, now? Or is she 24? She's 24. Now? She's still 23. She's just turned 23. What? She turned 23 in oh, December. Okay. So she's 24 right, okay. in December, but she's like the 29th oh, yeah, she's of December. Only the year above me. Um, right, okay. Okay. But yeah, I was just texting her like 10 um, minutes ago and I was like, I'm just going to slag you off the whole episode. <laughs> we'll just title it, Fuck Heather. Well, I, I said the episode <laughs> title was going to be called Heather's a Cunt. <laughs> if you were booked to do a one month run in the West End in a two person show and you could pick yep. anyone with no financial restraints to be your co-star, who would you pick? Oh, that's a good question. I'm kind of... T- you know what? I think I'd go, I'm going to go quite cliche and say David Tennant. I fucking no, nobody love David said Tennant. him yet. Really? What? Nobody that said him. That man has it all. He can do everything. How dare they disrespect him? I mean, he, he said no to the podcast, so... <laughs> David Tennant. I actually can't do it myself. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> no, Jen, like loads of people tell me that. Amanda Seyfried is the latest one. Is that how you really? say her name? Is that how you say her name? I think so. I uh, think yeah. so. She turned me down. Amanda Seyfried. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> so recently, I didn't know this about you, actually. I was scrolling through Instagram one night and saw that you have dabbled in writing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, only over the last few months, to be fair. But yeah, I have a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, I wrote uh, two pieces for you wrote is it like an online play so basically the two things that I posted about on my Instagram were um, it was a festival that so through the college um, there's two artists in residence which is what they call them which like do external projects and stuff uh, so they get people from the college but they do external projects and stuff and they have their own theatre company um, called Renegade Ensemble 
and yeah. uh, they did like a call out for anyone who wanted to do um, writing or performing or directing. Um, and I said, I'd be interested in writing and performing. I wasn't really like, I didn't do too much in the performing, but I wrote two like just like 10 minute long, like comedy pieces basically. But yeah, it's uh, it's only been recently. I've... That's hard. That. Yeah. Um, like, I've only recently everyone... thought about it. Like, I think I always say anyone can write a good story, but it's, writing comedy is difficult well comedy is so comedy is my favorite like genre chances are i have a comedy tv show on um yeah. it's very rarely do i stray stray away from it like i will obviously i have by the way have you seen time on bbc iplayer sorry to completely go I off haven't. topic you need to watch it it's only I three shall. episodes but you need to watch it uh stephen graham and sean bean it's unreal anyways um <laughs> yeah so i love comedy and it's kind of just been the <laughs> sorry that was a complete tangent I'm, it's kind of just I'm been here um, for it <laughs> i do have main, a list like, of tv like shows as long pieces. as my arm to watch but i'll add, I'll it. add it add it <laughs> It's only three hours out of your life. You'll leave it and you'll be like, holy shit, that was real. But yeah, so after that, I've recently started or so. Um, I was speaking to my agent about it and he thought that I should try to do some writing. So I was like writing. You're still in college. How the fuck do you have an agent? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've had an agent since like kind of unofficially since October. And then I he, put, he got me on Spotlight in February on the down low. So my college didn't know about it. And now since I've left college, I can actually speak about it a bit more. Does <laughs> he want to be my so, agent? Uh... I kind of need an agent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going you back to drama them. school in fucking August, so maybe not. Drama school okay. dropout that comes back. Yeah, I, I found out like two weeks ago that I was going <laughs> back and I, I like messaged Heather and I was like, I'm, I'm really conflicted because I'm going to have to end this podcast. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'll no, always, not. I'll Where about you going? I am going. Oh, this is, I'll be there by then so people will know. I'm going to New College Lanarkshire. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's fun. I, I didn't want to go out of Glasgow because I did that the yeah. last time and had a nervous breakdown. Um, so I really only applied for two right. places this year. I applied for the Conservatoire and I applied for New College Lanarkshire. I got to the third round of the Conservatoire and then they said, nope. Hey. Um, and I got an unconditional offer after an interview for New College Lanarkshire. So, and they have like- You know, that's a... funny. I was actually I was actually planning on applying to the- to, I had one option this year. I wasn't going to go back to Edinburgh College. And I was like, I can either drop out or go to New College Lanarkshire. And I filled out the application and everything. So that could have been weird. <laughs> it wouldn't have been weird. We'd have had a friend each. Yeah, I know. We'd have been like, hey, girl, please be my friend. <laughs> um, so I don't yeah, know anyone. <laughs> I, I sort of have always had my heart set on the conservatoire. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I got to the third round, yeah. which was fucking difficult. Like that was a struggle. Yeah. No, that's unbelievable in itself. That's that's good. That's good going in itself. I've only ever auditioned there once, and I don't mean to bash the conservative. Be the worst audition experience of my life. They they didn't give us a tour or anything. They literally just sat yeah. us down in a corner and went, "You'll go when you go." And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. The conservatoire um, definitely have their issues. And I was the last one on that day as well. So I literally just had to sit in this random waiting room. Yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't get a good vibe from it. So I only ever applied that one time and I never went back. And I never yeah. thought about applying again. I mean, it's just sort of like but, you look you know. at their alumni list, don't you? Like David Tennant, Katie Luang, like. Yeah, and you're like. But oh New God. College <laughs> Manager, I like sort of looked into it because I was much more prepared this year for going back to do like auditions and stuff. And I actually researched the places I was applying to. And like, <laughs> they've had some like really good like alumni come out of it. Like, I don't know if you'll have ever seen it a couple of years ago, Romeo and Ju Juliet done like the Royal Shakespeare Company and they went no, on a national tour. 
they went on a national tour. I didn't see it. No. The girl playing Juliet was from New College, Lanarkshire. Oh, was she? So, like, cool. I, I think something. It's like eighty-seven percent of their students live. I can see my mom coming to the fucking door. Um, like eighty-seven percent of their students lay uh, leave college with an agent. So that's good going. Like, that's um, really good then. I right, so like it'd be silly not to go. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm also very excited for that student loan. Oh yeah, like, no. So I'm excited for leaving college loan. this year. I am not ready to not have a student loan. So we got a little sort of gamey game to play, and it's just a couple of questions, okay. and it's called "What If." So these are the roles or projects that you'd like to play or be a part of if you fit the criteria. So what is a role that you'd love to play if you were a woman? What for anything? Anything uh, like you want? TV or. Film or theater, okay. It has to be like like a proper like bad bitch vibes, doesn't it? Like, cause... <laughs> <laughs> let me think. Let me come back to this one. Let me come back right. to this one. What role would you love to play if you were a child? Oh, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Yeah, you ha- like as a child, that's it. <laughs> role would you love to play if you were older? It's gotta be. <laughs> oh my god, what's his name? I've had an absolute mind blank. What's the old bastard from Harry Potter called? Hag a Dumbledore. Dumbledore. I was thinking Gandalf, but that's Lord of the Rings. Dumbledore. Oh, I'm like he is Harry Potter. Such an epic fan, character. So you can't get you can't get those names mixed up. Oh uh, no, I I just I had an absolute mind blank. But yeah, he is an absolute. He is just the peak old guy. I think he's such a wee legend. <laughs> such a wee legend. That is, <laughs> is. Dumbledore's new tagline. Um, <laughs> what musical would you love to be in? Hamilton. I watched that with Abigail literally a few days ago, and holy Basic shit. Cunt. I know it's basic. I know it's basic, <laughs> but what a fucking spectacle it is. See, when you're watching it, you're like, holy Never shit, it. this is unreal. Have you not? I'm going to just say one thing that will either make or break this podcast. I don't like Lynn Manuel okay. Miranda. No. And I think that if he didn't cast himself, then that would have been a much better musical as well. I don't he, like He does him. not. I don't. He's the worst actor in Hamilton. And uh, I think, I know what you mean. He's a bit pretentious as well, I think. Um, but it's an, I think you need to watch it. It is. I know it's basic, but it's such a spectacle. You're watching it and you're like, this is so cool. <laughs> what? Like, sorry to be so basic. It's all good. What Shakespeare character would you like to play? Puck. I could see that. Puck. I could definitely see I li- that. I like Puck. I always liked Puck through college, whenever I got the chance. Like, everyone always says to me, what, what Shakespeare character do you want to play? And I'm like the one person that I know that has played their dream Shakespeare character. Like I've played him six, seven times. Macbeth. Oh, all day. Every oh, day. really? Yeah. Like, have you played have you played Macbeth six times? I've done Macbeth in primary school. I've done Macbeth three times in se- in secondary school and I've done Macbeth one time in college. So five times, yeah. That's mental. <laughs> you must be like the Macbeth master by now. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> Like, really not. Um, what TV show would you love to be part of that's now finished? So, like, Friends, uh, Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Chris, Shameless. The US Office. Right. It is my favourite TV show. And I've probably watched it about nine, ten times now. Oh, it's... Un- and you know what? When I write, whenever I've done this, write- do writing, I always find myself, like, almost writing in the style that that show is in <laughs> because I've dedicated so much of my life to just watching it. Yeah. It's so good. I love that TV show. And then what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you on set or stage? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I can feel like this is about to be a gem. Oh, no, Ingram. <laughs> so. Tell us. My, it was my higher, uh, higher drama play. And um, I was doing bouncers. 
um, which is about every basically. secondary school does bouncers. Yeah. So, uh, so you're familiar with the play, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so, not. Um, I've never read it or anything, but I know what it is. Oh, right. Well, basically, you have to play like it's about all these different people getting ready for a night out. Basically, yeah. was, um, oh, that's the snippet that we did of it. Um, but there's a moment. Uh, oh, so I'll I'll set the scene even more. We were at the community center in the Arros Community Center in Portree. The crowd was only filled with parents. SQA examiner and third year student. Love that. Third and fourth year drama students who just came to watch. Now there was a part in this play where I had to turn around, pull my trousers down and bend over for some form of joke, right? Only my boxers, my boxers were still on, sorry. Only my, only my trousers. And <laughs> I go, that's all going well. I, I go out? to turn around and I, I pull my trousers down Turns out that in the little section um, of fabric on the boxers, oh, my testicles were hanging out of the hole on display for every person in the theatre. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. It was... Uh, I didn't realise it was a thing until after when the third year and fourth year students told me about it. And then I was like... Oh shit! Because I right enough, I had a hole, so it did happen. Um, not my drama teacher about the third and fourth years made a joke in front of my drama teacher, and she just looked at me and looked away. Um, so it definitely happened, and still got an A. I don't know what to say. That is the worst thing I have ever heard. Oh, no coming back from it. There's no coming back from it. I thought like, I had some horrible stage stories. What's your worst? You what's win. your worst? Um, I was doing Bull by, I've told this on story on the podcast before, I was doing Bull by um, Mike Bartlett and I was playing Carter and it's like set in an office and my office, my like, we had Rostra and my office was like six foot high and I had this big glass decanter filled with apple juice on my desk and there was this whole time that I have to get like really angry at this character and I say his name over and over again so I'm like Tom. And obviously you get told, say everyone with a different meaning, get more angry as you go along. So the last one I smacked, like, like I smacked my fist off the desk and in rehearsals, I'd all, it, it had like moved. So the decanter would like shift, but I just, on opening night, I got really scared that it was going to fall off the desk. So I held it and I smashed it, like smashed my fist down on the desk, but because there was nowhere for the force to go, the, I just saw the top, like, cause it, I just screamed this character's name. I just went, Tom. And I just, it was like dead silent for a couple of seconds. And I saw the top of the decanter just pop off. And then the whole thing just crumbled and like sort of exploded. Oh and I had glass all over me. I'm like wearing a suit. And I was like, right, oh you're already God. in shit because you've smashed this decanter. So do not stop. Keep going like tunnel vision. You're only yeah. on stage for another five minutes. And I got all the glass off of me. But then I was like, I don't know if I've cut my hands. I can't check it because it's not in the blocking. So there was a point where I'd like the character that I had to shout at. I had to fix his tie because I like sacked him. So at that point, I just done it like with both hands and just double checked. <coughs> but yeah, everyone else thought it was real. But I was like shitting myself because we didn't have another I decanter. Know. That's mental. That is somebody who is so in character right there. That is. I wasn't is in character. I was in my head going, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, I didn't know if I'd cut. I didn't know where the glass was. I didn't know if the show was going to even be allowed to go on because if there's glass all over the stage, they have to stop the show and clean the stage. 
I was like, I've just totally fucked it here. Like, I have absolutely... No, but that's it. mental. You must have hit that with some force. I think it was just because, like, when I, like, smashed the desk, I was obviously, I was holding on to the decanter and I didn't allow the force yeah. to go anywhere. So the force just went all the way through the decanter. And I literally just remember seeing, like, the glass top of the decanter literally go pop and go halfway across the stage that's mental that's mental i remember coming off stage and i was like my lecturer is going to mad which also Were they annoyed at you? well it was leah <laughs> you know leah you met leah the other oh, day of course um, yeah, yeah yes she was annoyed <laughs> right <laughs> i've only ever been shit scared of leah twice once when I smashed the decanter and once when I told her I was going to LA for 10 days before production. That, by the way, you told your lecture 10 days before production no, you were going to LA? I, I told her six months before, you were going to... but I got back the day before my production. That's not ideal. I went to <laughs> I'm LA. I'm surprised you didn't take your head off. <laughs> I went to LA, came back on the Sunday, production was the Monday. Mate, that is mental. How the hell did you perform for a start? You would have been well, so we've been like. doing rehearsals. I've, I had no option. It was like, yeah, obviously not, but like, like, even still, like they were really good about me going, to be fair. So I was sort of like, right. I came back and I was like, I have to do this regardless. I went through yeah. six cans of Red Bull, something like that. <laughs> like I was literally in the, I, I'm sure there's a picture of me somewhere in the dressing room, just cuddling cans of Red Bull. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> fucked. But it was really yeah, good because we got the Tuesday off. So I just laid in bed oh. all Tuesday. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> but let's talk about how we met now. So, um, as I said in the introduction, you are one mm. of the stars of mine and Heather's new play, This Is Where We Get Off, which, uh, as of right now, tickets will be available because I'm not putting this episode out until they are. www.webstersglasgow.com. Please come and see the show. Uh, it's on the 21st of April, 2022, and Josh is in it. So, um, how did you actually find out about the show? Because I wasn't aware of you before you sent your audition tape in. So, um, how did I find out? So I followed uh, your the Instagram account, the High Productions Instagram account, for a while. Um, I don't know how long you actually had it before you put the castings out. Quite a while, wasn't it? Yeah, because um, we'd done the rehearsal. Yeah, I remember I seen Heather um, just share it. And I was like, well, obviously... I'm an actor. My friend started a production company. I'm gonna support it. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah. So I, I, and I was seeing all the posts and stuff for it. And then when I seen that you were, I seen that you were casting for it through on Instagram. Um, and I was like, I was looking at Lip, and I was like, oh, I kind of, kind of fit this casting a wee bit. You know what? <laughs> Might just go for it. Um, so I sent it away. I actually wasn't expecting much from it. And then I got a Zoom call from you guys like right. a day we, after we have or to right talk after about that Zoom. So you sent your tape in the last possible minute yeah me and heather as, as literally late. watching auditions and got the link to yours and mm-hmm. lip was already cast i'll tell you the story lip was cast there was another guy who was immaculate who also happened to be from edinburgh right right so then me and heather were like well we'll just watch it anyway like he was late anyway so we're not really going to count it and we watched it and I was like, okay, we're counting it. <laughs> and then Heather was 100% like, it's Josh. I'm fighting for Josh. Like, we're doing this. Like, this is who I want to cast. And I was like, yeah, but I like this other guy too. Like, I don't want to just take it off of one audition video. So I was like, let's... And Heather was like, no, you need to speak to Josh and like actually talk to him. So I emailed you and I was like... Um, are you free to jump on a Zoom? 
So I sent over all the links and I said to Heather, should we record this? And Heather was like, no, because I had a piece of paper in front of me and I said, I'll write down whether I want to offer him the part or not. And I literally was sat talking to you and I like, yes, on the piece of paper. And you said something like, because we said that you needed to make it like a little bit more like fuckboy-ish. And you said, yeah, you do that. I've got the part. And I said, no, you've got the part, but you've got to do that. And I remember right. like on your bed or something and you sort of like just the the shock that went through your face. I was I, I actually had an argument with Heather. I was like, I should have fucking recorded that. <laughs> no, it's because I I remember you went because you went, if you can make it more confident or, and cocky, you've got the part. And in my head, I was like, I need to re-record the tape, send it to them more confident, like playing a yeah. more confident like version. And then if I can do that, I've got the part. Not what you what you meant so i was so surprised i was like what the fuck no you had the part i was literally i had a piece of paper heather was sat right here i had a piece of paper and i wrote yes on it because heather was ready like heather had cast you in her own little fantasy world so it was like sort of me that was the the cripple point of that um but yeah so how how are you preparing for rehearsals i know we still got another couple of months until it starts but i like we were doing the promo shoot which everyone will have seen now and uh, we were sending like costume ideas and things and i clocked something in the corner of your picture which was a whiteboard just like filled with notes and i was like zooming in trying to read it so how are you currently prepping uh, i suppose at the minute it's um <laughs> yeah that whiteboard that it seemed like it was so placed like it was like oh Ingram Heather look at the work I've been doing <laughs> yeah but I literally I didn't realize it was in the photo because it's quite embarrassing I wish I hadn't I, it wasn't in the photo um because it was just my very early notes from my like so I read the play obviously and then I reread it and went through all the scenes and stuff and kind of went through my character like lips arc um mm-hmm. and then that's what all my scribblings were basically just like his relationships how they change um, so I suppose at the minute it's just like early preparations. It's all lip. Like what? Like who is he? Why is he? Why exactly is he doing these things that he's doing? Why does he say what he says? And I've got all, there's a, the beauty of this of it being so far away is I have a lot of time to yeah. actually fully get into this character. Like with a lot of productions, you've only got six weeks, which isn't really enough time to get to know a full person. Yeah, we're um, just too impatient. So I've got all <laughs> I've got all this time to sort of like study in and look into actually like why he's saying everything that he says and why he's doing everything he does and who he actually is. So that's really early preparations, mm-hmm. um, I suppose. I mean, yeah. you've got a bit of a challenge, really, because um, Lip's my favourite character in the play. Is he? Well, I, I wrote kind of a lot of the Lip stuff because me and Heather write really weirdly. Like, we'll go away and we'll write little bits separately and then come and edit together. So right. we, like, write... Re- like, we don't ever just sit down and write dialogue together. We go off and that sort of thing. And I wrote quite a lot of the Lip stuff like really i wrote the monologues and lips my favorite character to write for 110 percent. how much can i talk about like the actual character here can i like Um, say anything or yeah i I mean you'd say whatever you want because i can edit it out if it's too much um yeah i think lip is kind of just because he's like because he's that kind of dickhead 18 year old it's like he's saying things that he doesn't really he he thinks he thinks but it's not really the case um so it's gonna be a really fun character to actually kind of dive into that way because obviously he's younger than me and I've been through that stage of being a dickhead 18 year old where you think you know everything and you think your family are all cunts yeah um so I'm quite excited for it to be honest I'm really excited yeah 
Lip has my favourite line of dialogue in the entire play. And it's not the one that you chose. Oh, really? No, my favourite line of dialogue from the entire play was something that it was a line that I wrote before we even started writing the play. And I, I just I knew an idea of what it is. that I, I might had have to idea. get it in, in some place. Like I, it was written before Lip was written. Brilliant line. Such a funny line. I love that. Like <laughs> genuinely, like, Lip's based on quite a few people I know as well. So like right. when people come and see this, they'll be like, is that me? And I'll be like, kind of. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but yeah, so like, I'm absolutely buzzing to get started. I was like, I'm going to have to get a part-time job to now, like, pass the time. But then I was like, to Heather the other day, now I don't think I've got too much on my hands. I've got a podcast, I've got uni, and now a play. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, um, I know. You've got, your plate's a bit full. <laughs> but, like, I am so buzzing to start this. Like, obviously, some really mental people have read it. Susan Nixon loves it. Like, I, I genuinely Crazy. think this is going to be sort of a really good thing and we have other plans for it not just a one night stage show so maybe keep some of next year free um (laughs) just to let you know um we've been looking at theaters in other cities and things like that and hopefully we just just want to get it out there um but obviously let's get through the first one first um Yeah. (laughs) yeah But no, I am absolutely buzzing. The cast that we've got, genuinely, I couldn't be happier with. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. such good a, a good cast. Like, I'm abs- like I'm saying this now, and I just want to like start writing it all over social media. <laughs> like Heather has had to pull me back several times because then, like, from talking about it. Yeah, like, like I want to put it out there, like, but tickets aren't even up for sale yet. And I we done we obviously we done the the teasers, and we put like yeah. bits of the little snippets, yeah, 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 um, which you can go and look at at High Productions underscore. Um, <laughs> I mean, by the time this is out, the full cast has been revealed and everything. So, mm-hmm. but it's so good. Like, yeah, no, I'm really excited. I feel Uh, like a genius. Like, I feel like I've done something great because I've got (laughs) these people. So I'm sort of like, I don't give a fuck about them. I would want to shout about what I've done. (laughs) No, like, obviously I've not had the chance to, like, see everyone act yet. So it's going to be really cool for me to, because I've met everyone, to see it, like, actually. I mean, it's going to be really weird because one of the cast members is my old lecturer. Yeah, which is, like, I thought was really cool. I I'm thought like that was so cool. slightly intimidated though, because I'm like giving notes. I'm going to be like, yeah, this was really good, but can we just change it all? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, how do I give my yeah. old lecture a direction? Um, yeah, exactly. Absolutely buzzing. The Webster's is such a good theatre. The scenery that we've got planned. Like, I don't want to tell you too much because I like, want it all to be sort of a surprise and things, but like, I'm buzzing. Like, I'm yeah, so buzzed. Like, I need to shut up about it. <laughs> I just wish um, it wasn't so fun. Like, it's so, it's, I'm so excited, but it's so far away. So I'm like, yeah. well, from right now, obviously when this is out, it won't be far, that far away. It'll be, but, um, I think this is coming out the first week of November. So it'll be what, six months? <laughs> so still half a year. Like, which is still, still, still half a year. <laughs> but yeah, I cannot wait. I oh, cannot wait, man. I'm so excited for people to see it. Like, I genuinely mm-hmm. think, like, I, I know I'm biased because I wrote it. But I think it's such a great story with a really important message that is balanced so well with humour. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, I think that 
there's there's all these it's so it's like a very serious topic obviously um the over the yeah over, it's about dementia yeah and things and but how that's um the way that you guys kind of go about it with um the comedy it's such a good mix such a good balance it would have just been a really grim show if we didn't add comedy (laughs) into it like (laughs) just plain dementia just a dementia drama would not be nice it was never meant to be a comedy it was never ever meant to be a comedy and it just sort of turned into that like me and heather there's a very big plot twist with the dad halfway through and this is why i'm sort of really annoyed about like having lockdown and things because me and Heather came up with that idea, literally just volleying ideas off of each other, sat in a room together. And then right. like two weeks later, it was like, right, well, we can only FaceTime now. Um, yeah. But yeah, like me and Heather sort of just, it really quickly turned into a comedy. And don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, there's stuff like, there's an other entire play sitting there of stuff that we took out of this. Like, right. there is a TV show coming. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like it's so great, and I genuinely can't wait to hear it. like I can't wait for people to see it. Like genuinely, just buzzing. Like yeah, I think I think it deserves people to see it. So I'm I'm very excited for people to get the chance and for you guys to get the um, the praise that you guys deserve for it because it's yeah. gonna come. Yeah, <laughs> it's throw, gonna come. Throw it all my way. Heather doesn't need any of it. No, but I had um I had the the guy that was the originator of the role lip on the podcast this week. And we were talking about it and it's it's so different. Obviously, I've seen people perform this world that like me and Heather have created, but it was online. So it was like yeah. literally like the way we're sitting talking now. And I'm just so excited. Like we didn't have costumes. We didn't do anything properly, like that sort of thing. It was literally just a rehearsed reading. And I'm so excited for the world to come to life. Yeah. So no pressure because this is like my oh, yeah. <laughs> I will not kill your baby. I'll be fine. <laughs> Promise. Um, Fingers crossed. But we're going to move on from this is where we get off now. But remember, tickets are available at www.webstersglasgow.com. I've, I've got a flyer on my wall. I need to check that the details are right. <laughs> it's a Thursday, the 21st of April, uh, 2022. We haven't got exact timings yet. It's at the Webster's Theatre in Glasgow. And Josh is in it. So if you know Josh, buy a ticket. Or Yeah, I've actually had a few of my friends say that they're going to get tickets. So that's that's already at least eight to ten struck off i was saying to heather the other day and this is like the worst thing the the worst best thing that could possibly happen i was like what do we do if we sell out really quickly you book another theater i was like do we we add another night (laughs) and heather's like yeah we go again tickets aren't even on sale yet ingram come down (laughs) i'm like fair point Um, so yeah where thursday the 21st of april 2022 which i'm kind of annoyed about because we had to change the date and it was going to be um Mm -hmm two days before my birthday so i was just gonna get really fucking pissed after it. <laughs> my i think we were all just gonna 16th. get really pissed after it to be fair yeah, but birthdays are like a proper excuse isn't it that's true that's true. um yeah so uh, 21st of april 2022 at the webster's theater tickets uh all the ticket information will be in the show notes below so we're gonna play a game now josh it's called stage right or stage shite so these are three stories uh two of them have been sent in by listeners and are absolutely true and one of them is okay. stage shite which means it's a big fat lie and it has been made up by heather i don't know which one's which i've got the answer in a sealed envelope so we're going to play along and find this is out fun. What okay happens. so number one cool i knocked myself out during a college assessment after i tried to do a cartwheel number two 
I fell in love with my co-star on a six-month tour and we became boyfriends after the tour end. And after the tour had ended, he told me that he was actually straight and he only went out with me to develop the character that he was playing. I was gutted. Number three, I was doing panto and we were doing a bonfire night parade on the back of a big lorry and I tripped and fell off the back of the lorry and my skirt got caught and as I fell and I ended up on the road in front of hundreds of kids in my knickers. Oh my God. These are all so brutal. They're Holy horrible. Shit. Yeah, but I don't want some boy to have been led on for six months. That's horrible. That's hot. That boy, if that's real, that is the worst thing that anyone has ever done. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think I think the cartwheel one, that sounds true. That I yeah, can imagine that I happening can see to somebody. That. I'd knock myself like, out trying to do a cartwheel. Yeah, like, like that seems very relatable, I think. Do you know what? I'm going to go for number two just because I hope it's not true. I want to go for number two as well because it just seems too brutal, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's three. Right. We're going to find out. I'm the little bit about the kids there kind of threw me off. I am opening the envelope, please. Number one. Number one wasn't real. So number one was the lie. I feel what? so sorry for those people. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, that is so bad. <laughs> that is horrible. Oh, I, I think I'm going to have to drop this segment because it just it hurts my soul. I would rather have my balls come out on stage a hundred times and be led on for six months. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Same. Like, that is brutal. Oh, that's, Till nine. Oh, no. That's if that person's horrible. listening, I feel so bad for you. I'm so sorry. If that, that person's listening, please... Well, I mean, you probably are if you sent the story in, but please get in contact. Come and be a guest and we'll talk about it in depth. And Josh can join us. (laughs) Josh can be like a little co moderator. (laughs) But we've come to the end of the podcast now, Josh. Thank you so much for coming on. Genuinely, um, I I can't wait until we can get back together again and start rehearsals because I'm fucking buzzing. Thank you for having me. Um, And also, congrats on this. This has really taken off. I mean, this is a brilliant podcast you've got going, mate. Honestly, it, it, very it's happy. Mental, isn't it? I know mental. it's mental. It's like, you that um who was the uh, drag queen you had on a few weeks ago? Willem. I can't remember her name. My girlfriend was going nuts when she seen that you had her on. Mental. Well, she was going absolutely <laughs> insane. She was like, "Oh my god!" She's like, oh. "She actually." And this is gonna sound like a lie. She went, "I don't know why, but my eyes are watering." <laughs> I mean, tell and, your we were driving. Your I was friends. Like, what? <laughs> I'll, I'll let her know after I've this. got like loads of stories <laughs> that's mental um, but where can everyone find you on social media you can find my acting Instagram account at Josh Knowles underscore underscore and can I ask you a question about that actually because it, it yeah like, of course it boggles my mind why do you have a separate Instagram for your acting so um, that's just kind of where I post all of my goings-ons to be honest See, um, i just find it easier because everyone always asks me why don't i have a drama school dropout account and i did yeah and i deleted it because you have a brand and it's one main focus that's true i i, I don't know i just feel like if people are like still scared of you people mates, are interested, you? no not that because <laughs> i share i share it on my actual account but, winding um, you up i just i just feel like if uh people are coming to perfect like professionally like look for me then they can look at my yeah acting instagram and it's got like a it's everything that they need to see whereas they don't need to see a photo of me playing football or like a photo of me at the pub with my mates i mean i get the point but i, I just always boggle my mind because like i don't know anyone other than people <clears throat> who study acting who have a separate separate acting account yeah i thought it was 
my one of my lecturers said that it was a good idea to have it. So um, I like, could you imagine like Channing Tatum of... underscore acting? <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, that's weird. <laughs> no, I I took the acting part out of it though because I feel like that's odd. Yeah, like <laughs> I've got I've got an email that's ingramnoble.actor that's where I like right. go to casting calls and stuff because like my personal emails are like my personal emails and stuff but yeah, yeah I've never really understood having a separate but it's also like if you get what I always said was I didn't want people to follow drama school dropout I wanted them to follow me as a brand yeah no that that makes sense I, I completely get that to be fair and you know what I think if I was to I don't know ever start like actually getting actual clout i'd probably try and find a way to merge the two together and like yeah. start posting more on my personal account but i've just locked i've actually just locked my personal account and then just started having my my acting account like oh so he thinks he's really famous he's got a personal account that only people he no, knows it's, see in real life it's just be, it's just because um if people are coming to like look at me professionally yeah i don't want to give them the opportunity to like look at my personal account when all my acting stuff is on my hmm. I mean, I guess like I've always My just. Other account. This is I, a people are going to be listening. Like, no, I find it actually really interesting because I've only like my social media is very um, presentable. Is the word that I'm going to say? Right. There's nothing either on any of my social medias that I don't want anyone to see. <laughs> like, I've got a problem, no, I'm the same. But like, yeah, but I don't post pictures where I'm like blackout drunk and shit. Like, no, I I don't do that either. But I also use it because um I follow uh a lot of industry like professionals yeah. on my acting account so that my feed is constantly just that sort of stuff as well um yeah, no i 100 percent get it it just sort of fascinates me and I'm yeah just... i i don't like to i don't want to miss something like maybe a casting call or something like that because it got muddled with my personal yeah. accounts algorithm and it's just down the bottom there somewhere but uh you know i don't know i, I don't know to be honest <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so social media is again where because i think i cut you off where can everyone find you on social media yes Josh Knowles underscore underscore and uh, Josh K underscore Knowles on Twitter. Um, yeah, those are the two. I didn't know so, you had Twitter. I'll follow you on Twitter. I, actually, I think you I can do. follow me on Twitter. I think I do. I yeah, you, I swear you did follow me. Yeah, yeah. I think I that did. one's got a lot more sweary words on it though. So it's oh, not, I swear I, on everything. Don't fucking worry. So <laughs> it's not PG friendly to the kids out there. Let <laughs> um, And you can follow at High Productions underscore for all of this is where we get off updates and I mean the cast announcements out. I was about to say it's coming soon. It's not. It's out. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So, yeah. By the time this is out, it's all out in the world. Uh, come see the show on the twenty second of April, twenty first of April, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I just said the twenty second, and I looked at the flyer above my desk, and I was like, oh, twenty first. Everyone um, stood outside the theater on the twenty second, like, where the fuck is it? Yeah. What's going on? It was last night. Um, but thank you so much for coming on, Josh. And genuinely, I can't wait to start work on the play. Like I've told Heather so many times, like we need to do it now. Yeah, but no, and, I can't wait to start getting getting work getting working with everyone. It's going to be so much fun. I can't Heather wait. Getting together in the next couple of weeks to start blocking. So Ooh, very, that's exciting. Very excited about that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. No, thanks for having me. And there we have it, another episode of Drama School Dropout, episode 53 completed. Thank you so much to Josh for coming on the podcast, and make sure to follow us both on social media, which you'll find down in the show notes below. And tickets for This Is Where We Get Off on April 21st, 2022 at the Webster's Theatre. 
are available now to purchase and you can get them from www.webstersglasgow.com but as per usual all the links you'll need are linked down in the show notes below and if you're feeling extra generous please leave a rating and a review on the podcast it helps us out so much you don't even know and it's free so why not and remember if you have a story for stage right or stage shite please email us at dramaschooldropoutpod at gmail.com and check out the rest of our episodes if you haven't been binging us from the beginning what have you been doing with your life head over to see all of the details of all of our episodes on our website www.dramaschooldropout.com and next week i will be back with a brand spanking new episode with an actress who captured our hearts on one of the most shameless tv shows of all time so make sure to come back next tuesday have a great week and stay safe bye Drama school dropout, no graduation day for you. Drama school dropout, don't you hold course, now try something new. Drama school dropout.